Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you're calling in from today. My name is Sue Ellis Saller, and I'm from Spiritual Business Basics, and also the Business Labyrinth. That's a new one that I just recently started up. I know that we have a lot of callers in queue already who are waiting for clairvoyant Sheila Marie to join us. And she'll be calling in probably in about a half an hour from now. Um, I usually give a half an hour leeway at the beginning of a show to just log in and make sure that everything is running fine and that everyone, well, that I can get in and then so that my callers and guests can get in as well. So it's fabulous to see you all here. Um, I'm also running a chat over in the chat room. And so if anybody prefers to um, ask a question via the chat room instead of um, talking voice-to-voice -voice with clairvoyant Sheila Marie, that's also something that you can do as well. Um, if you're not familiar with uh, Sheila Marie's work, she's just phenomenal. She's fantastic. Um, she doesn't use cards. She channels messages directly from her angel team and delivers them in a very loving but really honest and open way. Um, you'll get to know Sheila's personality, Sheila Marie's personality, and the way that she fields your questions in a way that allows you an opportunity to move forward in your life and also gives you, you know, messages. Sometimes the messages that we are given aren't easy to handle, you know, um, for example, if you need to work on some um, self-work or inner work before you can move forward, of course, the angels kind of guide Sheila Marie and let her know kind of what you need to do in order to best move yourself forward. And that forward motion is sometimes a little bit challenging for some of us, for many of us, you know, change is hard to do. And when you have to, you know, rearrange things in your life or you have to grow, work on your self-confidence or learn new skills, it can be a little bit scary and challenging. But, you know, in order to bring yourself to the next best place for you or the place that you're meant to be, sometimes you need to do that work in order to prosper and to grow and to move forward. This week's summer solstice and I think it was the new moon the other day in Virgo, if I'm not mistaken, has been a really good time. You know, um, many of us, well, the, the overall theme of this summer solstice and new moon combination, and we even had Father's Day, so um, is really strongly towards getting rid of what doesn't serve us any longer and, you know, cleaning house in order to um, make room for new things in our lives. And, you know, especially for me, you know, um, I learned kind of the hard way that all the energetic clutter that we keep in our lives, you know, everything from material things that, you know, we don't throw away or get rid of, you know, all of that clutter, the emotional, mental clutter where, you know, if you don't keep a to-do list or if you put things off, you know, those, oh, I need to do this, and then you just, you know, kind of push it to the next day's to-do list. 
that all creates clutter in your life and that keeps you from moving forward. You know, saving, for example, many of us hold on to clothes that we want to fit in again, you know, even though they're <laughs> they're horrifically out of style and things like that. We just say, oh, if I can just squeeze into my old jeans again or, you know, if I could just make this work or, you know, Perhaps I'll need this in the future. And, you know, all of that clutter blocks us. And, and we really have to deal with it. And finding the time to deal with the clutter that we accumulate in our lives is difficult. You know, even myself, I have a big stack of mail that I need to sort through. And unfortunately, I don't make the time once a week. And this is, you know, like sales ads. This is... um you know, just a variety of mail that comes in that I need to get on top of and take care of, you know, filing my, um, for one thing, you know, things like that, throwing away sales papers that I probably won't even look at, and um, throwing out old, date, outdated magazines that, um, or, you know, um, catalogs that I've gotten that I don't need anymore, and making that space. And they say that when you do that, when you clear that space up in your life, it makes miracles happen. You know, one of the great things I've, I know I've mentioned her before in my writing, but I'm not sure if I've mentioned her before in my radio show, is uh, Denise Duffield Thomas wrote uh, this book called Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. And it basically says, it. you know, at first you think, oh, it's this obnoxious, book about how to make money and everything like that. But it's actually a great book of how to clear your energetic space and work to manifest what you need in life or what you want in life. And, you know, how to own that wanting. Because many of us, you know, when we're faced with uh, things like wanting, you know, to do well, to be successful business people, to you know, find love or to move across the country. We think about other people and we put their needs before our own. Or somehow we, you know, try and block ourselves from from being, I don't know, worthy sometimes of receiving different things. And so when we deal with all these issues, when we deal with all the internal issues, you know, of poverty feelings or I'm not good enough to have, you know, a man who treats me well or, gosh, this is all I'm going to get, so I may as well just accept it or, you know, things where we're keeping ourselves on a lower level than we should be. We need to actually recognize those things and sort through them and get rid of them however we can. Um, <clears throat> I work personally with a um, hypnotherapist. Her name is Honey Lansdowne. And between, excuse me, I was thirsty, between doing the work with her and doing this internal work, reading Denise Duffield Thomas, reading Barbara Stanley, reading Kate Northrup and things like that, you recognize that all these things that have to do with your self-value and your self-worth really feed into a lot of different areas in your life. And so many of us have had negative um experiences or, you know, we've convinced ourselves that, you know, doing different things is wrong or it's not spiritual or, um, 
you know, we shouldn't want these things for some reason. And then we end up blocking ourselves from getting them through negative thought patterns, through, you know, kind of self-sabotage where we lay out the best plans and then we never follow through with them. And, you know, coming back to the Virgo moon and coming back to the summer solstice and everything like that is, excuse me, really making this time or setting out this period, you know, this week, this upcoming month to really evaluate what is it that you want in the rest of the year 2015. It's shocking that the year is halfway over already and here we are, you know, faced with the second half of the year and it's time to really look back and see what we've created so far, what we want to create and also to evaluate what we might want to get rid of in the interim in order to make us or to take us where we want to go by the end of the year. So is that, you know, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but, um, you know, when, when you think about it in terms of getting rid of clutter in your life, you think about it in terms of allowing relationships that are no longer serving you to pass out of your life in the easiest way possible. You think about, you know, um, spiffing up your resume and getting it into the hands of somebody who will be able to perhaps give you a new job or, you know, um, starting to work on your own entrepreneurial adventure or, you know, kind of doing the inner work that it takes to move away from a relationship that no longer served you, where you're still holding on to, you know, a love that you might be grieving and you haven't been able to take the next step forward. And sometimes getting rid of that clutter or that material stuff that's associated with everything in life, you know, sometimes the material clutter doesn't have to be associated with what you want to leave behind or what you want to move away from. But it can also be associated with just anything. It can just be material clutter. And, you know, getting rid of old clothes, getting rid of, you know, stacks of newspaper that you haven't gone through in a long time, getting rid of, you know, candles or incense that, you know, you don't like the scent of or cleaning up your makeup box for the the girls in the room or, you know, going through old pictures. You know, I have... (laughs) boxes of pictures and you know there are some of them there are probably half of them not a quarter of them that were just random shots of like fence or you know some part of a landmark that I just took a picture of that meant something to me at the time but I don't remember what it was so you know there's no reason to hang on to that stuff there's no reason to keep it around all it's doing is keeping you blocked and you know keeping the energy from flowing in your in your life and so we have to remember that our lives are interconnected and you know that we're holistic beings and that the material part of our lives intercede or you know is interconnected with the spiritual part of our lives is interconnected with our health is interconnected with our environment and when we recognize that wholeness of who we are and what we're all about, 
then and how that helps us to get what we want to get, then we recognize that, you know, that physical manifestation may be a symptom of something that we're holding on to within our spirit and that we need to take a look around and, you know, I'm not saying coldly cut out every piece of, you know, nostalgia from your past, but I'm saying, um, you know, sometimes things just don't make sense anymore to keep around or, you know, you have to really take the time and make the time to sort through different things and make room. And, you know, like I said, that's a challenge for some of us, that that holding on to that material stuff, sometimes it's almost like holding on to a wish for many of us. You know, if I keep this little trinket from the first date that we had, even though we broke up, you know, eight months ago, then perhaps there will be some connection between us that's left over. And, you know, sometimes... We just have to say, if there is a connection, if if it has ended or something like that, then we have to take the lesson or the message and move on and move forward with it. And like I said, it's difficult. We all have that grieving process when things change in a way that we, we didn't necessarily want things to change. Then, you know... Um, it's difficult to want to move on. It's difficult to want to make a new life. But sometimes the best thing is to, you know, just start every day with a clean and say, you know, the past is behind me and you're not going to live there again. And, you know, it's time to move forward and see what kind of new adventures come your way. So and this time of the year is really great for thinking about those things as well, like new adventures and new growth and new life. Um, you know, in my backyard, I have a, a little nest, a blackbird nest. It's got two eggs in it. And I've been visiting it every day, looking at the mama, talking to the mama, you know, when are your babies coming? And, you know, just making sure that she's still there and that everything is okay. And so, you know, you think about that, how life, you know, kind of continues. And even though, you know, I found another nest in the other part of my yard. We were cleaning up some vines that, you know, had to go. They were weighing down our um, our fence out there. And um, we found another nest with that had been raided, it looks like, by some sort of a small predator or something like that. And, you know, I was really sad to see the little eggs on the ground and everything. But then I was so happy to see this new nest and the new mommy there. And I don't know if this mommy is the same mommy as, you know, the one from the other nest or whatever. Um, we were reading today that they have like three or four um, litters or broods every year. So, you know, this this idea that this could be the same mom and that she's starting again with these new eggs. It's really, you know, kind of uplifting to me and I can't wait to see these babies and watch them grow and everything like that. And, you know, it's just that there's this life cycle that's so evident. You know, I'm I'm so enthralled with being outside in nature and looking around and seeing the interaction between different things. You know, we keep a lot of um, native, some people would call them weeds, 
but I keep a lot of dandelions in my yard. I don't kill those out. I keep a lot of clovers and um, native daisies and the poppies that come up because I live in Austria. And, um, you know, just kind of the, the flowers that attract the bees. And, you know, when when we're looking at this whole thing, you know, um, some of you are aware that the bee populations are disappearing off the earth. And if they disappear, then, you know, I think we lose like 40% of our food or something like that or 60%. And so, you know, you kind of recognize that what you do as a person, what you do as an individual has the has the capacity to affect other species and, you know, the ecosystem as a whole, and then that's going to feed back into what you can do in your life. You know, for me, keeping these dandelions going, not using chemicals in my garden and everything like that, um, it helps the bees out. And we have a lot of um, small farmers in the area and this and that and the other thing. I'm quite rural. Um, but knowing that these populations are being taken care of, at least by us, you know, and and seeing, oh, okay, I could choose to pull up all the dandelions and kill off all the bees and everything like that. Well, not thinking about the relationship between the dandelions and bees, just getting rid of them because people consider them to be weeds. And, you know, not recognizing that keeping the dandelions has an effect on keeping the bees healthy, healthy, and that in turn has an effect on keeping humans healthy. So when you look at even the smallest things, even the smallest details, what you do in your life can have a big effect, not only on your life, but on the lives of others. And that's just really kind of, to me, something important to keep in mind or to manage or to take care of. So. Um, speaking of me, I usually have Sheila calling in really easy, really early, so I wasn't kind of prepared to um, be entertaining you guys for a half an hour, but um, I am Sue Ellis Dollar. I run Spiritual Business Basics, and um, it is a group that's dedicated to people who are spiritually minded, who are entrepreneurs, and who you know, tarot readers, angel workers, Reiki, healers, um, energy workers of all sort. It doesn't have to be Reiki. It can be, you know, quantum or um, theta healing, um, psychics, uh, tarot and oracle card readers, people like that. You know, um, I love the the entirety of the subject. You know, I keep crystals for myself. I do tarot and oracle card readings as well. Um, I'm looking into Akashic Records right now. I know that uh, Sheila Marie does tap into the Akashic Records when she works, but it's really interesting. It's really fascinating to me. And so knowing that there's this big community of people out there who are working to shine their lights, you know, as hard as they can, but also understanding their sensitivities, you know, the fact that they are, that they market in a different way, that they build their businesses in a different way, that they construct things in a different way and with different goals in mind than the standardized, you know, uh, get your message out there in front of as many people as you can kind of thing. Um, 
working with the sensitive people out there, the conscious people out there is really an inspiration to me. And um, we always have something fascinating to talk about. So um, that's one of the reasons I love it too. So uh, I guess I can give you a crystal tip for the day if you're looking for something um, to work with in order to connect with your angels a little bit more clearly. Um, one of the crystals that you can use that's uh, very inexpensive and common to find is a uh, rose quartz. They're really a gentle, loving vibration, energy. Uh, they connect with, you know, like um, simple love. You know, um, I'm not talking about romantic passion burning kind of love, but, you know, that that the true between two people kind of love that's, you know, more innocent and, you know, based on the the acceptance of one another. But also rose quartz is one of the best crystals that you can use to connect with your angels. And so those, if you are feeling like you're cut off from your angels, if you're feeling like you can't really get the advice that you're working to tune into, um, start working with a piece of rose quartz and see how that can help you. Now, um, quartz is great also because you can um, run it under cold water without hurting it. You can put it into an elixir. Um, I use a rose quartz elixir that I made to you know, clear spaces in my home and bring angels into my home. What I did with that to make that is I put a few pieces of rose quartz into, you know, like an old mayonnaise jar or whatever and put a little bit of salt in there, put water in there. You can use distilled water. It's not, you know, um, the best water to use would actually come from a clean local source, you know, like if you have a waterfall, a stream, or a lake near you, you could use some water from that. And then just put the lid on, you know, kind of sit with the jar with the water, with the salt, with the crystals in it, and set the intention of creating a an elixir that brings the energy of rose quartz into your home or into the water. So you really want to sit and make the intention of infusing that water with the properties of the rose quartz. And then quartz is a really great, you know, any kind of quartz, rose or clear or, you know, topaz, anything like that is really good at programming with intention. So you can program your rose quartz with the intention of clearing your space, of bringing a loving, soft energy into your space, of bringing more angels into your space. And then what I usually do is I take the the jar and put it in the sunlight for a full moon cycle. So if you're looking to make an elixir that increases an energy, then you would want to start it on, you know, the after the moon has turned from new to starting to work towards full. 
you know, you never want to put it right before the moon turns new because then you're still getting that end full moon energy, so you're going to dissipate the energy. But what you want to do is you want to um, make sure that you start it after the moon has turned new and then leave it for a full moon cycle. So you can leave it in a sunny place. You know, I put many of my crystals in the window. And then after that, it's, after that month has gone by, after that moon cycle has gone by, um, you can use that elixir, that crystal elixir that you just made. I put mine into spray bottles, you know, they're recycled spray bottles. Um, I suggest glass over plastic for obvious reasons, you know, <laughs> um, environmental reasons and things like that. But it also um, keeps that plastic or that energy from the plastic from draining, from, you know, seeping into your crystal elixir. So that's something that you want to keep in mind when you are creating an elixir like that. Also, just to warn you that all crystals cannot be used in elixirs. Um, for example, selenite, which is, you know, kind of a milky white crystal, another great crystal for, you know, um, clearing spaces and energy and things like that, and also with connecting with angels, will actually be ruined if you put it in water. So you don't ever want to put uh, selenite in water. Um, there are some crystals that are poisonous that leach out kind of um, toxins. So you want to watch out. You never want to put like um, malachite, for example. You don't want to put malachite into water. You can put it next to the glass. So you can fill, like if you wanted to make an malachite elixir, um, it helps to deal with like um, broken hearts and dealing with the truth of situations that affect your heart chakra. So if you want to make a malachite elixir, I would suggest that you, you know, put the water, put the salt, and then either place the malachite next to your elixir bottle, your jar, or on top of it, so that the energy from the malachite can go into the water without the chemicals from the uh, from the malachite going into and affecting the water. So Sheila should be joining us any minute now. I hope she's almost ready. So I usually keep a Facebook chat open here also. And let's see. Like I have a, a message from Emma. And we have about a few people online waiting for Sheila to pop in here. And we are going to, you know, kind of, um, I'm going to try and go by the, the amount of time that a caller has been waiting just to try and make it fair so that we're not, you know, kind of... Um, Um, so that I can make it fair and the people who have been waiting the longest will get um, the chance to talk to Sheila. And we'll just start from there. And she may be trying to call in already. So I will just give her a couple minutes to come in, you know. 
usually we start working on a Okay, sorry, I'm just tip tap typing away to let you know we do have a chat open again and um there should be I have a few people waiting right now. I have seven people in the chat room right now who are listening in and then I have about seventeen people, seventeen callers. Now I have nineteen callers. So we're just waiting for Sheila to kind of come in and looking for some area codes. And looks like we have a caller waiting from Washington right now. Pennsylvania. Ooh, I think we had somebody from Pennsylvania last time as well. So just waiting for Sheila to come on in and join us today. She should be here any minute now. And of course, if you have any questions also about um, creating crystal elixirs or, you know, kind of what crystals you might be able to use to um, for different issues that come up in your life, you can certainly send me an email message. My email address is sue at sueellisseller.com. And I would love to help you out with that. So, but for love, usually you want to use, you know, crystals like I mentioned, rose quartz is great. Um, rubies are excellent for love as well. Um, they help also with your, you know, um, Christ self, sorry, your blood and circulatory system as well. So they're fabulous um, crystals to have around. They also help to protect the wearer and keep them, you know, out of harm's way. So they're great crystals to have. Um, let's see. And I am just messaging with Sheila right now. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like she's listening in, and I'm trying to see if she wants me to Skype her in. Okay. Ah! She says she can hear things clearly. I'm trying to get her number. Oh, okay, let's see. Let me see if I can get her in here. Hi, Sheila. Hi, Hi Sheila. How are you? I'm waving. I don't know whether or not you can see me, but I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. Thank you. So, yay, there you are. Yay. <laughs> 
So um, for those of you who might have missed the introduction, I have with me today Clairvoyant Sheila Marie, and she's giving you messages from heaven today, receiving help from heaven. Um, Sheila Marie has been working for how many years now? As a, oh, oh, about eight, nine years. Eight, nine years as a as a clairvoyant advisor. And she has also been working with the angels since she was a young girl. So, you know, she's really, you know, kind of worked her way into, you know, trusting the guidance and being able to communicate the guidance of the angel teams that um, you work a lot with Archangel Michael, don't you? I do. Michael's my man. Uh, what I love about Archangel Michael, apart from the fact that he saved my little boy, apart from that, he's just so honest. He's really helpful for people that need down-to-earth advice. Right. Um, and I think sometimes with angel readings, I think sometimes people think that they're going to be light and fluffy. Um, and if you've got very real scenarios around you, I think sometimes what you need is reassurance, but you also need uh, guidance that you can relate to your real life. Um, and that's what I love about Michael, because he's, he's a bit like um, the troubleshooter that just comes in and sorts it out where you need it the most. Right. Um, yeah, and I also work a lot with Jophiel and Gabriel as well. Um, and they bring in the feminine touches. So they're very much the people that are wanting to create change but are maybe worried that it's not going to work. So we, we have the, the feminine touch as well. Right. And now uh, one of the things I was talking about in the introduction was just that we're in a, a very conducive period right now for change, for bringing change. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and for... And mentioning crystals as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> what I love about that series, what a lot of people don't realize when they're wanting to connect with angels and if they're wanting to connect with their own guidance, crystals act as an amplifier. So if you're trying to get your own guidance but you're doubting it, um, selenite is absolutely brilliant especially if you work on the internet a lot or if you're around uh, technology. Um, the other one that I use is Amethyst. Uh -huh, so the okay. only thing I'd say with anybody using Amethyst, make sure that you're very, very grounded when you use it <laughs> because if you're feeling emotional or vulnerable and you're trying to connect, it can amplify those feelings as well. So I'm not a crystal expert at all, but I often use amethyst with like a rock that's been in the garden, um, and I will hold both of them. So you've got the amplification of the amethyst, which can allow the angels to get really close, um, but you've got the groundingness as well, which means you can really begin to sort of hear what your team wants you to know. Right. Oh, that's a great, good advice, because I think, too, sometimes it's really easy to get lost in you know when you when you start working in the the crown chakra it's really easy to get lost yeah. in that in that chakra and you know you need that foundation you know you need your feet on solid ground a solid Definitely. ground and you know this is something 
I really want to, to mention because you've talked about, you know, the, 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 the cycle that we're in, um, this very changeable transitional cycle. The thing to remember is that if you've got a problem, it's, it's not that you're doing anything wrong, it's that you're actually to upgrade into a new experience. Right. And very often when we have a challenge, whether that's a financial challenge or an emotional challenge, it's actually your team saying to you, come on, you can do more than this, you can have more than this. And, and people will feel fearful, they'll be looking for guarantees where there aren't any. Right. But if you've got problems coming up around you, this is to anybody listening to this, the very best thing you can do is be grounded. Um, and, and that's not about being sensible, because I'm sat here with multicolored plaques in my hair. I'm the least sensible person <laughs> you'll meet. But it is about the angels, or whatever your belief system is, your angels stand outside your aura most of the time. And what they do is they almost like pump their energy into your aura. And so if our spirit is floating at the top of our aura because maybe we're overwhelmed or we're scared or we're frustrated or we're angry or whatever it is, we cannot hear or feel the messages that our angels are pumping in. Um, Michael's saying now it's a little bit like somebody slipping a note under your door to give you a heads up about something. You're looking at the letterbox, which is three foot up. So grounding our energy, so holding a stone that's been in the garden or focusing on your legs and your feet, anything which is focused in the lower half of the body is going to mean that when you ask for guidance, that energy that's coming in, you've got to be in your body so that you can perceive it. Does, does that make sense, Sue? Oh, totally, totally, absolutely. It's really, it really does make a lot of sense because a lot of times we're, we're, it's like being stuck in a daydream when you're, you know, if you're fantasizing about yeah. the perfect man in your head and then he walks by you, but you're, <laughs> you're so busy in your head yeah. that you can't absolutely. see him. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, would you like to take a call? I have somebody who's been waiting patiently. Yes, yeah, let's get on with it. Let's, okay. yes, please. And thank you so much again, Sheila. If I don't say thank you for joining us and thank you for extending this offer to, you know, take callers and everything, I so appreciate you coming on and doing this. So. Oh, it's my pleasure. Good. Absolutely. The pleasure's all mine. <laughs> and I'm, I'm taking this call and I'm moving myself to a better locale because uh, we've got storms here. So I'm, I'm all ready to take this call and I'm just plugging myself in at the mains as we go. Okay, okay. So, all right, let's see who we've got here and I hope we weather the storm pretty well. <laughs> so, okay. We will. Hi, caller. Thanks for your patience. Who are we speaking with? Hi, this is Erica. You kind of motivated me to um, wash my car today. <laughs> Give it a car wash. All right. <laughs> uh, the, um, yeah. Getting the the 
physical manifestation of of uh clutter out of your life, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I oh, need good, one good. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so um so Yeah. Um, it's funny how you were saying that dreaming um something about like the perfect man or something like that, you said. You just mentioned that. Um, I had a dream like two days ago that I had met like the one that I was going to marry and which is crazy because I'm still pretty young but um, I was wondering like when he will come about <laughs> Sheila? Sure yeah so it's Erica is it? Is that right? Yeah yes. that's true Have I, have I got all this name but it's Erica okay so Erica the angels are saying that the reason that you have that dream is to help you be open to life's adventures. Now, it doesn't mean that he's not coming, but it does mean that that's not the only reason that you have the dream, okay? So when we have a dream that something like that is going to happen, it's one of many things that are out there for you. And it's very, very easy to get hooked upon the outcome that you've been shown, the outcome that you've been given a glimpse of. But the period that we're in right now, this karmic cycle, is all about going beyond our limits. And so what your team do not want you to do is to get hooked on who he is, what's his name, when are you going to meet him, and then live your life in a limited manner. They really want you to see this as an opportunity to go beyond the limits that you've got. And and even though you're young, what they're saying to me is that in soul level terms, you're actually more resolved than you give yourself credit for. So I'm really feeling that this man will come when you're really in your sole purpose, okay? And I'm being shown that that is a couple of years away yet. So rather than feeling despondent because, well, I had a dream and it's not happening yet, the point of the dream, Michael says, is for you to be more expansive than what your reality is showing you at this time. And he's actually talking about being open to adventure. And I'm, I'm actually being shown with you, Erica, it's really time for you to think about widening your your skill set. And I'm actually being shown, like, improvements with education and qualification as, as being what your team is guiding you towards next. So, in a way... Although the human part of you wants this perfect man that you're going to marry, that is the human part of you. That isn't actually why you were given the dream. The reason you were given the dream is that this man symbolizes your desires becoming manifest. It it also symbolizes you being able to go beyond what maybe people around you are living and what people around you expect you to be living and they're really asking you to think bigger and they are saying your mental body interpreted the energy that way so at some level you've received 
energy and you've wanted it to be the man that you're going to marry, okay? Your team is saying that isn't what the message is about. The message isn't about one man who looks a certain way that's going to bring you one outcome with no effort from you. It's actually about expanding and allowing yourself to go beyond what your fears are showing you is safe. So that's what I've got mm-hmm. from Michael for you today, Erica. Do you have any other questions? Yeah, um, yeah, I don't really remember much of the dream, but I remember that that was the point of that dream. But um, I'm currently single, and um, I'm not one to give just anyone a chance. It's really rare when I someone captures my interest, even though I do get a lot of guys, you know, throwing themselves at me. But I'm wondering why that is. Like, why won't I just give... someone a chance you know like a lot of people do that and that's really the norm like just to waste your time and give someone a chance um because he throws themselves you know but that's not really my like for me my view is more like no (laughs) it's gonna be like you I I have to want you like you have to capture my interest Mm-hmm. saying 
team here is that you are pigeonholing yourself. You're also pigeonholing how somebody can come into your life. So there's an expectation that if it was the right one, it would happen effortlessly and easily, but it couldn't be the right one because there's too many provisos in place which are there to keep you safe. So what they're saying to you is your security, your emotional security has got nothing to do with the man that's going to marry you. And it's got nothing to do with the men you're not interested in. It's actually to do with how open you can be, no matter what the situation is, what the subject matter is. And so what I'm getting for you, your challenge in this karmic cycle, is not about finding the man that you're going to marry. It's actually about being open just to see what life can bring you. That is the way you'll find the man you're going to marry, but you've got to get that energy wide open and, and move past the fear. That's what they're saying. Okay. Yeah. That, well, I just want someone like me, <laughs> a guy version of me. But, you know, I think you're right. Um, I mean, I won't just give anyone a chance still, but I'll be um, a little bit more open, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, you make, it makes sense. I want you to be, um, I, I want you to understand that it's not about giving people men a chance. It's about giving yourself a chance because I feel that the right person for you will come when you least expect it. So what we don't want, we don't care about the nine guys that are not right for you. We care about the one guy that actually deserves what an amazing person you are. We don't want you to miss out on that one amazing. We're, if we're busy sort of defending our perimeters, we don't just keep the wrong ones out, we keep the right one out as well. you know um, just making sure that you're open and that you maintain that space you know for um, yeah. for finding love in your life and for for doing things that don't come to you really expectedly so we have 18 yeah. callers waiting and somebody in chat so I'll bring on oh yeah no I totally understand it's just um the messages that come across are so clear to you and, and such great messages <laughs> for you. And, you know, a lot of times when you're listening in. Oh, yeah, definitely. And some of the callers who are listening in, they might we might not get to them today, but some of the messages that are coming across with these other callers might actually resonate very well with them as well. Right. And so if... Right. If some if some of the advice and guidance that's coming through to Sheila Marie just really makes something in in your energetic being go aha that's for me then really heed that warning or heed that advice heed that feeling that you have within yourself so I'm gonna that is the way it works 
Oh, totally, totally. So I am going to go to the next caller. I think we have somebody from Pennsylvania who's waiting here. So let me go ahead and bring this person on. Are you ready, Sheila? Yes, sure. Yeah, whenever we're ready. Okay. Let's see. Hi, caller. Are you Hello, there? Hello. Hi. Yes. Hi. Hi, my name What's is your Amy. Name? Okay. Hi, Amy. Hi. Do you have a Hi, question for me? today, my lovely? Um, my question is, do you see anything coming up for me changing jobs in the future? Okay. Okay. What Michael's saying is you need to get really clear that you do want change. Because what Michael's saying is that there's almost, um, that there's fear about change and there's a feeling of being trapped, okay? So it's almost as if you're looking for something, but you don't know what it is you're exactly looking for. Michael's saying the quickest way to make that job come in is to decide that you are going to have another job. Like, there's no two ways about it. This is going to happen. But at the same time, what you need to do is relax with the situation that you're in now. Um, I don't just fortune tell, okay? That's not really what I do. What I'm being shown is that there's got to be some effort on your part to really believe that you're ready for something new rather than being disappointed or feeling frustrated with the way things are. Michael says the universe is responding to you every second of every day. And so if we waste our energy focusing on when will it change, it never will. It's like a magnet, it will just get further away. I'm being given September around you, but that's with this energy work being done. They're suggesting that every morning you affirm that you're ready for whatever life brings. And they're also asking you to, to spend some time and clearly write down how your new role would feel. Not necessarily what your new role would pay or what your title would be, but how it would feel. How would you feel going to work and doing that all day? And what you need to do is you need to bring that energy into whatever you're doing now. The, the problem that most people make, Amy, is they're so despondent with where they are, they're hoping for something to come along that will make it change. And if they apply the job in that way, you'll just get more and more rejection going on. So what we're saying to you is away from work, do things that you're passionate about. Do things that make you feel really, really good, even if they've got nothing to do with the job that you want to have. So, you know, what are your passions, Amy? Um, normal access okay. with things that what my kids do. Um, so I'm real active with their school, you know, you know helping out with the PTA and, and that. Brilliant. You see, I'm seeing a natural healing ability with you. And what I'd love you to do is actually develop that away from work. Develop the healing ability. Because as you develop that and you lose yourself in that, your satisfaction levels will go up within your job. 
Okay. Lovely to meet you, Amy. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Amy. Thanks for calling. You all ready for another caller, Sheila? That was perfect. Move it on. Let's bring on the next one. Yes, I'm trying to make sure that we have time to do a few people. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I know, like I said, I'll, I'll repeat it again. Thanks so much again for offering your advice and advice and guidance. So, My pleasure. To... My pleasure. So let's take the next caller. Let's see. Okay, there we go. Hi. Hi. Hello, caller. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hello. Pretty good. How are you? Wonderful, thank you. Do you have a question for Sheila today? Oh, who are we speaking with, first of all? <laughs> oh, it's Nathaniel. Daniel? Nathaniel. Hey, Daniel. Oh, Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Nathaniel, yes. oh, lovely name. Very. How can we help you today, uh, Nathaniel? Yeah, you know, um, I was wanting to see uh, what you see for me maybe getting a new car. Oh, could we, Sue, did you hear that? I didn't quite get that. She's wondering about what you see related to a new car for him. Okay. <laughs> have you been looking at a red car, or have you been thinking about a red car? Because this is what they're showing me. Like, straight oh, away, it's a red car that they're bringing in around you, Nathaniel. Oh. Well, that's cool. That's the first time... I actually had a problem with my car Friday. Uh, I blew out the transmission, so I don't have right. a car. I'm not uh, a mechanic, <laughs> but what I'm shown, what I'm shown for you here, is that you you might will you will probably fix this car. Okay, it's not quite time for you to have a new car, but I am seeing a red car around you. Okay. So, you know, what they're saying with this is really poor gratitude. And I know that can be difficult when you're paying out a big bill. Poor, when you get your car back, feel gratitude for the car because the car is a collection of consciousness, as crazy as that sounds. And the consciousness responds to the way that we feel about it, like a dog would or even a child. So... The thing to do is to really focus on thanking your car for all of the excursions and all of the adventures and all of the, um, you know, all of the time that you, you've had use out of it. Again, appreciation is the fastest way to manifest anything new. The other thing to do, um, and this is going to sound absolutely crazy, but this is something I advise when people are wanting to rent a house or they're wanting to sell something, okay? What you need to do is you need to ask the car itself who it wants to belong to. So even though it's got this transmission problem, tune into your car as an energy. Visualize the car that you have. Ask it, who do you want to belong to? Bring me the person that would like to own you. And then what I want you to do is ask, the angels to guide you towards the car that's right for you right now. If that is, as I suspect, the car that you've got, we've 
you've just got a bit of an energy mismatch going on, I feel as though you will have a new car, but for some reason it's not yet. It's almost as if what they're wanting you to do is to really connect. It's like to use this um, this example as a way of connecting with gratitude for what you already have. Thank you. So Michael's saying this is a skill. Once we very humanly get used to something and it becomes the norm and then we naturally move on to desiring something else. Michael says what we can then do is get lost in the wanting of something which propels it away from us because it begins to feel unobtainable. It begins to feel unfair that we don't have the funds for it or the time for it, whether that's a person, a job, whatever it is. So, you know, what you do is you count your blessings with what you have. Accept what you have and get as grateful as you can. I never wash cars, Nathaniel, and this is true. My husband came home to find me washing my car. I had it valeted. It was a little green Peugeot. No power steering. Killed my arm. And I said, I want a new car. We didn't have the money for a brand new car. I drove my little Peugeot like it was a new car. Two months later, I had a new car. So this is what we're saying to you. Love the bones of the car you've got with its problems, with its quirks. That's the way the new car will come to you, and it's going to be red. That's what they're saying. It's going to be what? Red. It's going to be red. Okay. Any idea if it's a truck or a small car or? They're not showing me that, I'm afraid. They're not showing me that. And, and Nathaniel, I'm not allowed to interfere with your free will. Um, I love doing readings, but I'm, I'm not a fortune teller. So, so I help people manifest what they want rather than predict what they want. So what they're saying to you is red is a good color for you because it motivates you and because it allows you to feel um, purposeful. But they're not going to tell you what it is that you want because that's something that would be infringing their role and also my role as well. But I hope that helps. It's been lovely to meet you. Hey, well, uh, thanks a lot. Thanks for coming no in, don't forget to, you know, have gratitude for what you have, and that usually brings about what you want. So yeah, that's right. the most important thing. Yeah. Thanks again, Nathaniel. We, we, we get that. You know, we understand that, that what people want is to meet the person of their dreams or, or the lottery win, but it's, it's that energetic mismatch between where they are and what they want that, that keeps it away from them. When we become what we want energetically, when we act as if we've got the, the woman of our dreams or the job of our dreams, even if we're flipping burgers, even if we don't have a job, if we put the washing out like we're doing it for a great hotel, or we make our son's tea like we are a, a, a top-class chef, if you can energy enough of what you want to have, the universe has got absolutely no option but to bring it to you. Oh, yeah. And do we have any other callers? We do. Let me go ahead and get the next person online. So, hi, caller. Thanks for waiting. What's your name? 
good uh, morning to you, Sue. Uh, okay, my name is Eric. Hi, Eric. How are you? Good, good. How, how you doing, Sheila? Hi, Eric. Lovely to be with you. How can we help you? Well, I'm just curious what you see um, basically coming up in terms of any change, any 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 big change uh, this year, or what I may need to do to 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 um, to like basically I'm enact right, that. being 
shown that you've got a teaching ability. I'm being shown that you're very intuitive where people's feelings are concerned. And I'm also being shown that you need to have an element of freedom within your work as well. And I'm not really feeling as though that's there at the moment. So this is going to take some time to come about. But I don't want you to worry about this because it's going to be in the perfect time for you. And Josie L said it's important that you don't buy into how it is for other people, that you don't buy into um, the fear factor or how difficult it can be within the economy or the industry. She wants you to remember that you, and she, she's saying this very loudly to me, you and you alone are responsible for how quickly or slowly something manifests. And if you want to speed this up, the way to do that is by getting really, really clear about what pushes your buttons in a positive manner. Definitely seeing a new career around you, but in truth, it's not coming until the second half of the year. I hope that helps. Yes, it does. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sheila. Um, I, I will. I will certainly uh, your focus. You're like the people I train. I train people like you. You are very intuitive, and I want you to trust the timing. You're not somebody that's going to rush anything. That wouldn't be right for you. So trust that, and I feel as though you're going to help quite a few people in the future. It's been a genuine pleasure to connect with you. Thank you so much, Sheila. I uh, I look forward to it all, and I will certainly let you know uh, when these when these changes occur. <laughs> Thank you, Cheerio. Perfect, Eric. Thank you. Thanks for calling in, Thank and good you, luck Sue. to you. Thank you. Love Appreciate it. Bye bye. Bye. I love the fact that you brought up that, you know, it's really within our control to get our everything set out so clearly that we want to manifest. And people think it's really kind of hokey pokey or whatever to say that. But really, when you give the universe a really specific and detailed request and really believe. Yeah. yeah. But it's also keeping the energy open, isn't right. it, Sue? Because if we say, let, let's take the, the first example of, of the lovely lady with the man. If we say, I want to meet a man and I want him to marry me and I want to meet him at the grocery shop and right. I, I, I want him to get down on one knee and, and all the rest of it and I don't want kids, I don't want him to have kids and, and all of that, well, it's almost like the universe is uh, a postmaster, and you've you've requested something that is so specific it's going to take longer to find. So what I want people to do, uh, definitely read Ask and It Is Given by Esther Hicks. That's the one piece of information I would encourage people to do because she's brilliant, and that book has changed so many lives. But know what you want and let go of it. Don't get attached to when it's coming, or like the children do in the car, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? So, you know, yeah, I want that man. Yeah, I want to be married. But you know what? I, I need to be having fun with who 
it could be. I need to be having fun with, with which job is right for me. So I've got five jobs that I'm looking at. Heck, I'm going to go for all of them because I know that the right job for me is going to be whichever one it is. Right. So I'm going to go for all of them knowing that I don't need to pigeonhole whether it's this man, this woman, this car, this house or this job. The universe and my team, thank you. Michael's saying, let me introduce you to your team callers. Each of you has got two guardian angels. You can learn to hear them. You've got a guide. In fact, you've got about four guides, but you've got a main guide as well. You've got an archangel. You were born under their mystery realm. You can tap into them. You've got loved ones that want to give you all the happiness that you don't think is coming based on your experience. The only thing you've got to do is get still and get yourself in a place where you're not judging your ability to receive based on what you've had so far. Right. And the truth is, we've all manifested all of our experiences. Um, so, so we want you to learn how to manifest the good ones. If you can manifest bad experiences, you can manifest good ones. And it's just turning that focus around. So do we have another caller there, Sue? We do. We do, Sheila. Hold on just a second, and I'll bring this person on. Hi. Hey, hi, caller. Hi. hi What's my, your name? Carla. Carla. Hi, Carla. Hi, Carla. Hi. How can I hi. help? I have a question of um, I work for myself. But I took on a part-time job, and I'm having, I don't know, it's not second doubts. My gut intuition's telling me that there's something wrong. Um, I, she said she was slow, that it'll pick up, but um, she was very wishy-washy a little bit. And I was just wondering, what do you see of this part-time job that I took on? affects business, 
angels are saying, and again, it's Jophiel that's with you. She's the angel of the solar plexus chakra. And she really wants you to see this is just a stopgap. Don't judge it as being good or bad. We don't want you to get too attached to a part-time job because it's not going to be a full-time business that you have if you always have a part-time job. It's a stopgap. And I'm seeing, you know, possibly another two part-time jobs before Christmas. And that is because you're, you're, you're being transitioned towards the end of the year to the place where you're certain that the way forward is with your own business. And it's almost as if you've got to go through this process of working the way that somebody else wants you to work, to go, you know what, I've had enough of this, I am going to work for myself and it is going to be a success. I'm seeing this coming in around November and, you know, you're a very determined lady. We want you to have some more humour. We want you to have more of a, a playful attitude, which is quite hard right at the moment. Um, so what we're saying, don't get hooked up on this job. Don't worry about it. It is what it is. Ask the angels, because you've got to ask them before they can step in. Angels, I know that this is a stopgap. I know this is what it is. That's all right. I'm okay with it. Can you guide me towards the next place? I'm being shown within about six weeks there's going to be an opportunity that comes up for you. Stay open. Stay receptive. Stay positive in yourself. This was never meant to be forever because you've got your own plane to fly, is what they're saying. Does that help, Carla? Yes. Um, the only thing I had questions also is because I've been there, this is the third week. She only used me so far three hours, and she wants me out of three days to um, keep open my afternoons for her. And she only used me three hours, and that's all I got paid. So it's not really working out. And I yeah, I'm just being blunt with you. I think you yeah. should start looking. She's scared, and she's trying to cover all bases. Well, your job is to cover yours, not hers. Yeah, um, because, yeah, I've seen her that um, looking through resumes and calling other people. Sorry, love? Um, I saw um, that the, the office manager was looking through resumes and calling other people. And I, she yeah. doesn't even have the business for me, and here she's looking for more therapist. You know, I don't want you to get tied up on this. We're going to have to move this along. Okay. But what the okay. angels are saying is if it was right for you, forget about whatever the office manager is doing or the rights and wrongs of it. If it was right for you, none of this would be happening. It's yeah. not personal. It's just not an energetic match for you. So okay. the angels are saying, go with the flow of energy. Don't get into feelings resentful or, or angry. It's not meant at you personally. They don't know what they need. They don't know what they want. But you know that this isn't what you want. So make a choice and move on. Okay? okay. Thank so you so much. I'm going to ask if we can go on to the next call. And Carla, it's been really, really lovely to be with you today. I wish you lots of love with this. Definitely, Carla. Good luck to you. And let's see. We have, wow, we have a lot of people still waiting. I'm going to take the next longest wait time here. So let's see. Who do we have waiting here? Oops, sorry. Who do we have waiting here? Hello? Hello. 
Hey. Hi. Hi. Calling is, here. Yes, ma'am. This is uh, Dale. How you doing? Hi, Dale or Gail? Dale, D E L, D E L, Dale. Oh, Dale. Okay. Hello. Hi, Dale. What a gorgeous Hi, night. Hi, How are you? How well, can we um, help? yes, ma'am. I have a question about uh, um, anything that you can can give me an insight on my spiritual growth and spiritual love. Uh, so spiritual growth and spiritual love. Yes, and I really appreciate soulmate it. relationship. Soulmate relationship, Del? Did you say? Yes, yes, a spiritual soulmate relationship. And your spiritual okay. growth. Okay. Can I have yes, the first name or can you type the first name to Sue? Because it's the name that I work with. Um, if you're able to do that, that would really, really help. Uh, says? She wants you to tell us how you spell your name. No, 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 no. Oh, I have a... Do we have the first name of the soulmate? Because that's how I connect with them. I think she's more looking for a soulmate than having well, the... Okay, that's fine. So we'll Is that correct? That. Yes, that's yes, correct. Ma'am. I'm looking looking for... A, well, I want that soulmate to, us to meet up. Yes, looking for one. Okay. That spiritual okay. spiritual soulmate. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. So the first thing we want to do is we want to talk to you about your idea of spiritual soulmate. Um, a spiritual soulmate is, is, is still going to be a real person. So they are going to have baggage. They are going to have challenges that they're working through. And, you know, they may not necessarily um, look as maybe you believe a spiritual soulmate will look. So what, the, what Michael really wants you to do is to actually focus on the qualities. I manifested my own Mr. Right down to his second name. This is how I did it, Del, okay? And, you know, I'm married to Mr. Right, literally. My name is Sheila Wright. So what I want you to do is get clear on the top five qualities that you want your spiritual soulmate to have. Michael's saying the fact that they need to believe what you believe is not what's important. So some people, when they want a, a, a spiritual soulmate, they will think that the soulmate has to agree with their belief in angels or their belief in God. And at soul level, that isn't necessarily who your soulmate is. So we want you to think about this union in what you need as a woman. Real life terms. So compassion, um, might be compassion, it might be laughter, it might be commitment, it might be uh, attraction, you know, fancying each other, and it might be honesty, for example. To get your top five qualities, now what you need to do is you need to be a match for those qualities. So whatever those top five qualities are, you've almost got to start growing in those areas yourself. The universe looks at you and brings you more of that in different people. So, if you're wanting commitment, you've got to be super committed to yourself. If you're wanting sensual love, you've 
partners. That's a sign that the universe is beginning to fulfill this request. Thank you. Michael says you also, with those top five qualities, start meeting women that have got those qualities. Okay? And that mm -hmm. is a sign that the universe is speeding up your request. So I want you to make this your practice. Notice those qualities in everybody around you and be grateful for them. Whether this is your friend, your mum, your, your sister's boyfriend, really start connecting with the evidence of those qualities in the world around you. As you do this, by October, November, your routine will be changing and you will start to mix in different circles. Don't resist it. Go with it. If somebody invites you to go to a club or a community event or a seminar, which is, it might not even be spiritually based. It might be a survival weekend, for example. Go. That is where you're going to meet a lovely person who's quite quiet but very open-minded, blue eyes, very genuine. I'm being shown that you can have this forever relationship by as early, and you may not think this is early, but to me it is, January, okay? Mm -hmm. So what they're saying to you, regarding your spiritual growth, don't be looking for proof, because, you know, looking for proof is like looking for car keys if you've lost them. You will not find them. So what I want you to do is focus on your love of the energy. I channel angels because I love it. I help people connect with their angels because they love it and I love it too. Whatever mm -hmm. you love will grow faster than whatever you don't. So I'm being shown that you've got the ability to be very clairvoyant. Start asking Archangel Haniel to give you third eye healing as you go to sleep at night. The other thing to do very briefly is get yourself a blue crystal and if you're meditating and you're focusing on seeing through your third eye, touch the crystal to your third eye, invoke Haniel and that will start to increase your, your clairvoyance as well. Um, I do see a happy relationship for you, Del, but it is about going beyond your, your thoughts of what you think a spiritual soulmate is. A spiritual soulmate could be a mechanic that happens to have a passion for spiritual growth on his weekends. Um, a spiritual soulmate can, can be many different things. What we want is the one that's right for you, but I do see it happening. So I wish okay. you lots of luck with that. I feel by January you. you'll have met them. Um, you've just got to do the work between now and then. Okay. Where do I get a crystal at? I don't know where to get one at. You said I need a blue crystal? Okay. Well, what I would say to you is just go on eBay. Go on eBay. Ask the angels to guide you towards the blue crystal that's right for you. Angelite is great. Um, I'm going to have to wish you lots of love now because we're okay. moving on Thank to you. the next caller. Thank you very okay. much. All right. All right. Lots of love All right. for now. Okay, so Sheila, wow, this hour has gone really, really quickly. Um, 
it has really. And for those people who've been waiting for such a long time, I'm sorry if we can't get to you today. Sheila, Clairvoyant Sheila Marie will be back. Don't worry. So um, if you would like to even book a session with her, um, can you tell us? Or yes, I can. It's uk. And if you're looking to develop your abilities, I do offer free clarity sessions to see if me and the angels can help you. It's been lovely to be with you today, Sue. It's been, like I said before, I really, really appreciate you coming on. We'll have to talk about more dates in the future and yes. getting everything going. We'll be back next month. We'll be back next month with bells on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And hey, happy birthday to you birthday. the last week. I, I dyed my hair pink and blue, so I've got pink, blonde, and blue hair at the minute. I was going to go red and green, and my, my hairdresser refused. <laughs> happy June, everybody. Have an amazing June. It's been lovely to be with you all. And Yeah, and thank you again, Sheila. I'm looking forward to the next time we have you on. Everyone, just in case you didn't get Sheila's website address, it's Channeled Readings. Is that right? Channeled yeah, Readings. Yeah, that's with, right. Channeled Readings with Sheila. With Sheila. S-H-E-E-L-A-G-H. Is it dot C-O dot U-K? U-K. That's right. I'm from Blighting. I'm from Britain. <laughs> You mean you're not from Tennessee with that accent? No, I'm not from Tennessee. I wish I was, but I've got the pigtails. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you again, Sheila. It's been really wonderful to have you on. And anybody who didn't get a chance to talk to Sheila today, of course, you can book a session with Sheila and, you know, um, kind of get a more in-depth reading from her, you know, have an hour that's just devoted to you and, your questions and the angels and Sheila. So thanks again, Sheila. Oh, my pleasure, Sue. Lots of love, and I'll see you soon. I'll okay. be in touch about day. Okay. Bye for now. See you. Bye. Okay, everyone. I've got to wrap it up. And sorry for those people who didn't get to um, talk with Sheila today. Of course, the, the hour is only as long as it is, so I'm definitely um, sorry. And just keep an eye out. Um, Sheila Marie and I will be emailing, as usual, um, when she'll be on. And so you all will be the first to know. And thank you again. And I hope you have a fantastic day. I wonder if this person is waiting to talk to me. But so... Um, we will talk soon and have a blessed second half of the year. I hope you can work to manifest your dreams and create a reality that is just like a dream. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Schatz, kannst du bitte dein Handy mal für fünf Minuten aus der Hand legen? Geht gerade nicht. Diese Woche gibt's bei Chibo die neue Damenmode für den Frühling. Und mit meiner Privatcard bekomme ich ab zwei Lieblingsstücken auch noch 11% Rabatt. Und das siehst du am Handy? Ja klar, in der Chibo-App. Dann schnapp dein Handy und auf zu Chibo. Chibo. Jede Woche eine neue Welt in allen Filialen auf Chibo.at und mit ihrer Chibo-App.